Welcome to episode three of El Presidente. Myself, Chris Grimes, and the legend that is Dave Kelly on the podcast today. We're going to cover which one of the reasons does BNI not work for your business, for you or your business, actually. So, Dave, one of the biggest things that we get each week in week we count is quite a few different sort of myths. So, we're going to bust out the myths today. Um, I've not got enough time. What would you say to someone who says they've not got enough time? BNI doesn't work for me because I've not got enough time. Uh, first, I would say if they genuinely haven't got enough time, BNI is probably not right for them. Uh, the time's the most important aspect of BNI. If they are just saying they haven't got the time to attend the meeting every week, the the way I would handle that objection, if you like, would just be to determine whether or not the person did have the time. The way I would normally do that is ask them if their biggest client asked to see them at the time of the meeting, my meeting's on a Wednesday at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. If their biggest client asked to see them at Wednesday, on Wednesday at 10 o'clock, if they could physically make that meeting um, every week, BNI will work for them because BNI will become their biggest client. Fact, if they invest the time and build the relationships um, with you know, 30, 40, 50, 102, I think it's the biggest chapter in the UK, with all of those people every week, and every, every week you're asking for the introductions that can change your life and change your business with a room of well-connected people, the amount of business that will generate will dwarf anything else that you've got. Yeah, I always say to people, you've got, I mean, in my group, we've got 33. You've got 33 salespeople that you, you're not giving up time. It's part of your working day for number one. So coming to be a nice part of your working day. You're educating the 33 salespeople to go out there and look for business opportunities for you. But more importantly... We, have, we average about eight or nine visitors a week at my chapter. So at, for me, that's eight or nine new people coming in that could potentially be there for my dream referral, if I mention my dream referral in the meeting. So that's how I always tackle the time problem. But we still get it time and time again, don't we? And I think the, the key thing is attendance, time, is the key thing that we want from, from, from people who attend BNI. Yeah, well, it shows from the stats that those that invest the time in it and build the relationships quicker not only generate more business, but they generate business much, much quicker because they understand their fellow members and what they want from, from them as a member. Mm. Um, there's no getting away from it. Time is the most important thing. You, know, you need to invest two or three hours each week at the meeting. The amount of time you spend outside of that, getting to know members, whether that's on a, on a training event that comes part and parcel with the membership or whether it is having a, a sit-down, structured one-to-one meeting to generate business with a member, it's all those little aspects of time that you add on to your BNI journey mm. that will turn into results. If yeah. you don't, if you don't invest any time, though, I'd say again that if you're just going to turn up at the meeting, you're going to get there, you know, on time or it's a little bit late, and then you're going to rush off at the end because you've got somewhere better to be, and then you're not focusing on anybody else in the room. If that was the level of contribution from everybody in the room, how successful would that group be, and would you want to be a part of it? No, I'd it probably w- say you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't, and I think that's where groups kind of fail a little bit because I had one member come up to me and said, oh, do you know what? I, I give so much time to B&I. And I, and I always say to that, that person, no, you're giving time to your business. It just happens that you come into a, a B&I structured meeting. You are coming here to get more business, to get more leads, to build relationships with people. Stop using B&I as an excuse, as, a, as a, a something to blame because you're not, you're not getting the best out of what, what we're giving you. You know, B&I gives you the structure to get the maximum amount of revenue if you use it properly. If you don't use it properly and you don't attend every week and you don't do the other things which we're going to talk about in a minute, then you're not going to get the maximum amount of it as well. 
Yep, I agree. I think it falls back to the argument of the features versus benefits argument, as a lot of people know me and anything, any sales training I've done with anybody, I harp on about this quite often, that people will lean upon the features of something rather than focus on the benefits. Now, the feature of BNI is that you have a weekly meeting. Now, that's not a downside. That is a massive, massive upside that you build the relationships quicker. The mm. benefit of having a, fe of a structured 20-point meeting every week for me is that per hour I spend in BNI, my business generates over £2,000 per hour. Now, there's nowhere else in my business where, I, where my business is generating that sort of money. Now, don't get me wrong. Every hour I spend, I'm not getting a check for £2,000. But on average, the time that I spend, it might be a, a £10,000 referral. It might be a £50,000 referral. It might be a £1,000 referral that will come. And over a period of time, over a 12-month period, it averages out at about £2,000 per hour. So if you've got the type of business where £2,000 an hour is not an effective use of your time, maybe B&I is not right for your business. There's very few business owners I come across that do think that's the case. But if you look at the reality, and that is the reality for me, um, the, the investment of the time is a massive, massive upside of BNI rather than it being a, an objection or a reason why you wouldn't want to be involved. Which is why many businesses put multiple employees in different groups, right? Yeah, a lot of the forward-thinking business, a lot of them, you know, there's a lot of very, very large businesses that have dozens and dozens of members in BNI across different chapters, different regions, different countries even, because they see it as such a key element of growing business, not only growing it, finding it easy to retain business, that um, it's a no-brainer for them to want to get involved. So let's dispel some of the, the myths where time is concerned and some of the myths that we hear about out there that people say that if, you know, if I don't you know, attend, you get, get shouted at and, you know, and I find it absolutely hilarious. I do, you know, some of the stories that I, I can't believe that some of these things actually happen. I'm not saying anybody's lying. I think over a period of, period of time, people will exaggerate things and there'll be hyperbole and, and, and stuff there. I hear people have been told off and locked in a room and each group will have a, diff have a different culture, don't get me wrong, but mm. I can't imagine anybody in any sort of senior position within a BNI business sees that as an effective way to get a good result from the people in the room. No. We, we, it's all about helping people. We try and help people. And the, the reason why we ask you to attend is for the reasons that we said previous is if you don't attend, you potentially miss on that. Like I'll give you a really good example. Last week, we had nine visitors in the, in the, in the chapter, a really good week, some really well-connected people in the room, um, particularly one big PR agency who's well-connected. And one of the um, girls in the group stood up and asked for a particular managing director for a business. And the PR company said, I can, I can do that intro. That intro's subsequently been done. And, but if the member had not been there that week, she would have potentially missed that visitor, because not every visitor comes a member, as we know. Mm. Um, and a dream referral will have been lost for another maybe five, six, seven weeks. You just don't know, do you? Mm. And I think that that's where time and attendance is so key is because you don't know who's going to be there. You don't know who's going to be in that room that particular week. Any other misconceptions which you've heard where, where time and attendance concerned? Just I, I think what's good for people out there, just clear up what, what, what we have in our group as a, as a general policy where, where time's concerned. Yeah, I would probably say, if you just look at your, your business, I mean, one overriding thing you could look at within BNI is if you treat BNI as you would treat your business. Like, do you take BNI seriously as mm. you treat your business or as you treat your biggest client? Because BNI will be your biggest client, so why not treat it with the respect that you would treat your biggest client? 
If you had a meeting booked with a prospect or a customer or a supplier or even a friend or family member, if they repeatedly fail to turn up for meetings, what is that going to do for their credibility? So if you're not investing the time to build relationships or you're thinking something else is more important than going along to a meeting each week to, to educate everybody on who to introduce you to, but also to listen to who everybody else wants to be introduced to so you can add value to the room. Yeah. Is B&I going to work for you long term? It certainly won't work as, as effectively as it could do if you did prioritise it and were there every single week. Um, it shows, again, the statistics. The one thing from B&I, everything is tracked across the world and it shows time and time and time again that those that invest the time in it have the, have the, the best results. fact, if you can't attend the meeting and you really are struggling, we would always say we would always support members to try to help them. But if they can physically not commit the time we would say to them, it's probably better for you to come out of B&I rather than be viewed as unreliable. There's a, there's a saying, you might have heard it, um, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So within B&I, we say the way you do, any, the way you do B&I is the way you do everything. If you, if you are seen to be unreliable and don't attend meetings when there are meetings that are booked and people are expecting to see you, you're going to be seen to be unreliable. But I think, I think for the people out there who are non-B&I members, um, if you can't attend, we actually send a sub. Yep. Um, so obviously we don't expect you to be there for, for the whole 50 meetings of the year. Yeah. Um, how dare you have how, a holiday? How dare you, have a, how dare you go away? Uh, that is not the way it is. If you can't attend, you have to send a sub. And we obviously realise that sometimes things get in the way. It's not a problem. Um, sending a substitute that can talk about your business or even better, sending a client that can stand up who's had your business, who's, who's uh, interactive with you is even better. And I've seen that work to a great effect. Again, if you go back to features versus benefits... The feature of B&I is that if you can't attend, you need to send a substitute. But the benefit of that is that you do not miss a week where the room is being educated on what you do as a business, things that your current clients are benefiting from in using your services so that they're getting that further education to be able to make links and to be able to make referrals. And also that person coming along has the opportunity to share who you want to be introduced to, which is massive within B&I. There's nowhere you go... I don't, I've never ever seen it in any other networking and please comment on this or get in touch with me if you run something where you feel that there are lots and lots of external referrals being made because B&I is all about who's not in the room mm. it's not who's in the room if you miss a week you're missing the opportunity of the thousands and thousands of external contacts that everybody has that substitute can go along and ask for that introduction to that life-changing referral and someone in that room or a visitor in that room may be there and be able to make the introduction and you may missed the opportunity because you haven't sent the substitute along. So it's a big benefit that you aren't missing out on a week, the fact that you can't attend. Any other networking or anything that you commit to, if you don't attend for a week, you miss out on all the value of that week on, in anything else other than, other than being at, again, as far as I, as far as I know. And I, um, if anybody disagrees with that, I'd be more than happy to yeah, hear from Yeah, I mean, it's great if, if people can leave messages, comment, ask questions. That's what this podcast's all about. Um, more interaction, the better. Moving on to... Another one, which is a big subject, myth, if you like, about contributions. What do you have to contribute when you come to b and B&I meeting? And I hear, again, lots of stories out there which do make me laugh about, oh, I felt pressured into giving a referral and people give black referrals. What else is there? There's, um, Oh, there's absolutely a hundred. I'll think of some more again in a minute. But what, what's, what's, the, what's the worst myth you've heard about, about contributions, Dave? Again, probably massively exaggerated, but I, in a particular area, 
that I was in quite frequently, because we were launching a new group there, I repeatedly heard, so there must be some sort of truth behind it, that you had to bring a contribution each week or you were taken out of the room at the end and sort of, and were told off really? about it. Yeah, and I can't believe it was exactly like that. And all I can think is that somebody consistently was not contributing to the room. And you'd like to think somebody was trying to support that member by helping them to yeah. be, become more referable, use their network, because at the end of the day, being as about it's the principle of givers gain. So if that, if that person cannot contribute to the room, the amount, of, the amount they're going to receive is going to be limited. Um, so being as all about support, everything within being out is about supporting members to um, help each other as, as much as they can. And that's, that's probably the, the biggest example, and only because I've heard it several times. So there must have been something going on within that region, which is now or, or, it's not or, or, listen, like, like we said, every, listen, every, every group's different. We all are, just to, to let everyone know, every group sets its own charter when they launch, so that their own kind of baseline rules and regulations. So every single BNI chapter is its own business, has its own bank account, has its own management team, has its own structure. Um, it follows the BNI structure and it follows the BNI policies and procedures. But in essence, it, you set your own culture. And that's the biggest thing for me. Um, when you talk about contributions, and we'll go through what those contributions could be, um, it's all about accountability. And the great thing about BNI, I've said in previous podcasts, is you have got a bunch of business owners in the in the room. Um, but also the worst thing about BNI is that you've got a bunch of business owners in the room. And because of that, people run their own business because they don't really like being told what to do. So we try and not, we don't tell you what to do. We just give you the information to make you successful. So obviously we run many sales training courses and we can give people the tools and say, this: if you do this, this will work. If you don't and you cut corners, it's not going to work. You, you know, the, the, the you know, the, the circuit's broken. Hmm. So if you do exactly what we say and the members that do exactly what we say are, are successful and um, they don't see it as a get-quick scheme. But the, 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 biggest contribution, the biggest contribution for me is obviously we've covered it, it's time, but the, 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 the lifeblood of every single chapter is visitors. And I know you do a training session on, on visitors and how important visitors are to a, to a chapter. Do you, to, do you want to talk to us about that? So within our region, I run the visitor training workshops that are every, every six weeks or so. Um, but I also run them in chapter if there's certain chapters that need certain help. And I do help certain individuals because a visitor is the, is the biggest, it's refer, uh, biggest contribution you can bring to a chapter. So my point of view, when I first started in BNI, I was that person that was trying to cut the corners. I would not go on training sessions. I was not inviting visitors. I was trying to get away with um, getting there sort of late so I didn't have to uh, host any visitors coming in because I felt a little bit nervous and didn't want to start speaking to people I didn't really know. And I was hoping I would turn up and start getting lots and lots of business and it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. No, I um, wish it did. What I found was the, uh, the person that was running the region at the time sat down with me and he, he tried to reason with me and say, look, something you could really help with because you've got a good network and I know you know quite a few people because I'd, we'd had conversations about some businesses that I, couldn't, I didn't know and I could help with. So I started inviting visitors along and what I found was I found it very, very easy because you're inviting local, well-connected business owners that are wanting to grow their business and I'm introducing them to 30, 40, 50 business owners who are looking to give them work. So it's really, really easy. It's a great way to add value to my existing clients, but also it's a great way for me to get to know 
potential clients because I'm inviting them into a room where they are going to start doing business and building relationships without me needing to try to sell to them or, or do anything. So um, I found that as I was bringing lots and lots and lots of visitors, what was happening was members were following up with my visitors, doing business with them, and then coming to me and saying, I'm so glad you invited that person along. I've just done a £10,000 deal, or they've just, they've just spent £50,000 with me. It happened, it happened uh, last, not last week, the week before in my chapter. guy came along as a visitor. Um, he needed a new website building, and he gave the website builder um, in our group a £5,000 deal. Yeah. Now, going back to the attendance thing, if, if James wasn't there that week, he doesn't get that deal. No. And you lose that on £5,000. So, again, just reiterating back to the point that we made made before. Plus, for people that don't know you at all, you have a massive amount of credibility within a room of people who um, who all know each other. When you've got a first-time visitor there, they'll be seeing this. They'll wow, all these people are running this business together, helping each other grow their business. And if you've got something within your business that you need help with, whether it is a website or whether you need and you print, you need some business cards doing, or you need a new accountant or lawyer, whatever it is, you don't know where to start. You, you go on Google, or you might speak to a few people that you know and go, do you know anybody that can help with this? Trades is a massive one. Do you know anybody reliable? Because mm, big every, one. Big apparently one. all trades are unreliable. That's what they, the, the misconception, I suppose, with, within trades, whether it's a misconception or not, I'm not sure. In a, in a lot of cases, that's another thing. Um, but you can go into this room of well-connected people who all know, like, and trust each other, and that's... Um, it's, in, it's infectious and somebody coming in not knowing anything will see that web designer as wow, all these people seem to know I can trust him, surely I can trust him introducing, I, I spoke to that person that you're talking about on Friday funnily enough and it was a website for one of his clients and what he was worried about was introducing somebody that he didn't know to his client in case they messed up and it made it look it, was, it looked badly on him when in actual fact when he came to the meeting and he saw how well liked James was he thought, you know what, I know he'll do a good job. And then he returned, like, I want a bit of that myself. I want to be that person, yeah, yeah, a specialist yeah. in my industry. He passed another lead this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, I mean, the story's like every single week. The, this, the stats show that 30% of all the business generated in BNI comes from visitors that, yeah. that attend. And we don't even track, we don't, obviously we can't track that. We can only, we can only think about it. Um, so, it, you know, it's a strange one, that, isn't it? I, I, always, I always find that, Bring visitors along, get them along to your chapter. It raises your credibility. Yeah, my um, my point on the on that thirty percent is, and again, you know, if I took my B and I hat off for a minute, I suppose the the stats show thirty percent of businesses generated uh, by visitors who are coming into the room working with members, which is a fact. Now, if you are averaging one visitor a week as a chapter versus a chapter that's generating or bringing in eight, ten visitors per week. It is only, you know, it's common sense that the chapter that's bringing eight or ten visitors each week, the cash value that they're going to be receiving, or the percentage from visitors is going to be much, much higher. So the 30% is the average. If you're only bringing one visitor into the room every week, you're going to be generating, as a whole, a very tiny percentage of the business generating room from visitors. Mm. Whereas the chaps that you're a part of, Chris, beyond, they are top 1%. I mean... I've not looked at the exact stats, but I would be amazed if you're not top, I don't know, top five, ten, right, right up there in visitor numbers in the whole of the world, across the world. So, from my point of view, that 150 million in the UK from visitors, you're going to be having a hell of a, a higher percentage than 30%. Yeah. Only but you know what? I always find that, that, that members forget they forget the the. 
business that they've got from visitors, don't they? Because it doesn't get recorded on on Connect. So, so what being our Connect is is where we track everything for people that don't know. It doesn't get registered on Connect. So they actually almost dismiss it in, in, in essence, don't they? Well, I'll tell you why I think that is because BNI is full of business owners, obviously, that are trying to generate business. But I would say there's 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 relatively few of those business owners that think they're in sales. Now, everybody no, in BNI... It's funny because I said, I do sales. my 60 seconds, don't I? So everyone put their hand up in the, if you think you're in sales and half the, well, I don't even know if half the room will put their hands up. Yeah, so ev- think- everybody's a salesperson within BNI. They have to be for their business. But what happens is, however they track their prospects, a lot of people are in BNI to use it as a business development tool. So every visitor coming into that room goes into their CRM as that's my pipeline of new people I've met that week that I can meet up with and try to sell my products or services. I try to educate people. That's, that's another conversation of how people track, track stuff, CRM stuff. I mean, that we could go into a, yeah, off not, on a tangent. Yeah. But just to, just to bring it back contributions-wise. Um, I, I would just say, though, on the visitors, that's, that's, where, um, that's why it's not tracked because I think you meet all of these new people every single week who already like what you do or they, they feel like they know you very well because lots of people, they've seen lots and lots of well-connected people that do like you and do trust you. So that go, those customers or prospects go into their CRM. They follow up with them. They do business with them, but they see that as something that's come through their CRM, not necessarily through BNI. Through BNI. So I think that's why a lot of members don't track it because they use, they use the BNI system to meet these people, but they don't associate the closing of the business to BNI. Personally, I think that's why uh, all the business from visitors isn't tracked. But yeah. 150 million in the UK in the last year from visitors, I think, is a very impressive figure anyway. Oh, the reality is it'll obviously be much more. Yeah. Um, Let's dismantle a bit about contributions to where visitors are concerned. What, what do you have as your chapter charter? We ask members to bring a minimum of one per quarter, um, which is... Mine's one per month. Yeah. Um, personally, I average two per week. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't do you any more good on any stats, or it doesn't make you look any better, or that... There's, n- there's nothing other than the fact that that generates a lot of business for me and it generates a lot of business for other members of and BNI. I th- and I think that's where um, members get it wrong. They don't, don't realise by bringing those visitors in, and we'll end on this point, by bringing those visitors in, um, they will generate more business for their members. So switching now from a referrals perspective, big one, because that's what BNI is known for, really, referrals. And... Um, Again, goes back to accountability for me and goes back to what you say about visibility, credibility and profitability. And if you have passed your fellow colleagues' referrals, going back to the giver's gain policy, it not only will you, if you're up there within your, your, your group, if you're a top member in your group, you get seen by the region, you get seen nationally, you get seen internationally, as I only know too well from traveling to Bangkok, to the Global Conference in Bangkok. And recently, actually, um, we got invited to the Global Power Team, which I'll explain about power teams on another podcast. But the more visibility, the more chance you've got to get seen and the more chance you have to get referrals from other chapters. Because, again, if you're a member who's got a seat that's quite specialist and we'll, again we'll cover that in another podcast about having specialist seats you're more likely to get referrals from other chapters if you're a good member what 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 common misconceptions do you do you hear from the, the referrals camp um i think we went off on a bit of a tangent there i think yeah. people do 
for some reason, whatever, I have, have, have a misconception, some people do anyway, that you have to bring a contribution every week. And it, the fact that you have to apparently bring a contribution every week means that it's a little bit forced and it, it gives way to um, ungenuine referrals or mm. opportunities that aren't really there or leads. Um, now, there's no such thing as a lead in BNI. It's either a referral or it's not a referral. If somebody's not expecting your call, that is not a referral. We, the, the, the averages, the BNI um, guideline is that you generate 1.2 referrals per week. Um, some members hit that. Some members are way, way over that. I know as a chapter, we generate an average of two per member per week. Um, which is, I think we're not far off that. Yeah, which is it's not difficult. When you know, like, and trust 30, 40, 50 other business owners, how much value can you add to your clients by introducing really uh, introducing experts within their field that can help your clients with other aspects of their business that they're struggling with because you're in a position of trust with them because you're doing a great job with whatever it is that you provide. It only adds to your offering as a, as a business that you can make these introductions to your, um, your clients. So for me... The referrals, again, a feature of BNI is that contributions are important to help the group and to generate business for yourself. But the reality is and the benefit of it is that all of these really well-connected people and experts within their field can add a hell of a lot of value to all of my clients, which means that my retention levels go up because I'm offering something to my clients that none of my competition are. Whatever your product really or service... That's a really good point, really good point. Whatever your product or service is, I mean, I have a thing about USPs. There's very, very few business out there that have any USPs, and we might get Paul Furlong on, who's a bit of an expert in this. There's very, very few businesses that have a, a USP. If, you've, if your USP, your, your competitors can say the exact same thing, that is not a USP. No. It's like somebody saying, we do next day delivery, that's a USP. Everybody, everybody says that. We're, we offer a price match guarantee. That's not a USP, because if I go to your competitor down the road, he's going to say the exact same thing. Don't give it me cheaper, yeah. Exactly. You can create a USP within your business and within your client base by having a really good network around you so that you were the go-to person when, you know, they have a boiler problem and suddenly the heating's gone off and it's minus five outside and that needs to be sorted straight away and they know that you can, they can pick the phone up to you and you will know three, four, five boiler experts who can come out and sort that problem out straight away. It might be an issue with the telephone lines. It might be an issue with copywriting. It might be legal or accounting. You can make those introductions and not only can you make the introduction because it's somebody that knows you, that likes you and trusts you, they will go out of their way to service your requirement over the existing clients that they've got. I got a call, I get calls all the time from my clients who are, even, clients who are not even clients anymore. I get, I, get, I get calls from all the time saying, Chris, can you recommend this, this person? Chris, can you recommend? Chris, can you recommend? I had one the other week for, um, it was actually a large format print, which I recommended to this client before, but she didn't go back to that that person she came to me just to check that he was still credible enough to do the referral to it's funny how that works isn't it really yeah and um another guy who i know is opening a, a new facility in manchester city center he'll always give me a call and say look i'm just about to get a quote for this do you want anyone else who's trustworthy in the area that that has it on um one of my friends rang me the other day and said oh do you know i'm in desperate need for print remember that the client we're yeah. talking about um, and obviously, I recommended it to you. So now, if you think about before you were involved within, within BNI, yeah. all of those same things would have been happening, but you wouldn't have been joining the dots. No. So I think where people struggle with maybe seeing long term how they can contribute to the group, there's these things that are going on day in day out. You'll be hearing things from your client, 
and they will be going in one ear and out the other because it doesn't matter to you whether or not you need uh, whether they need a plumber or whether they need a printer because at the end of the day it's not going to it's not bringing you any more business whether you do or you don't the fact is that at the point where you do and you're that person that your client calls to sort that problem out for for you your competitor can't come and take that client from you because they're risking getting they're risking losing that whole network that you're um, add, adding to them and adding to your service. Okay, cool. To wrap this up, where contribution is concerned and wrap, wrap up the episode, I think the biggest thing for me, and I always say to everybody, as a, if you manage your business or you manage a team or you're in business development, wherever, whatever it is, you are accountable and you have targets within your business. And if you had an employee or a staff member or somebody else who wasn't pulling their weight and didn't continue to pull the figures in for your business and it was losing you money, would you still have them as an employee if they missed two, three, four, five months? I'd potentially change that too if you had a business partner yes. because it is, everybody is an equal, everyone's an equal yeah, share B&I, within yeah. a B&I group because it's independent. Now, if you had a business partner, you're working five days a week and working 20-hour days, for, you know, for example, putting lots and lots and lots and lots of effort to help you to achieve your goals and realize your potential and your dreams in life and your business partner was not not doing any work he was just picking the phone up every now and then he was staying in bed till 11 o'clock and he was going home at three came in on the odd day yeah how how long are you going to stick at that relationship you, exactly. you aren't or yeah. you know hopefully you wouldn't hopefully at some point quite quickly you'd think Do you know what i'm better than this and i need to i need to work with somebody that that can help me to fulfill my potential so hopefully that gives you some meat on the bones on um the many reasons why people don't think B&I work for them and it gives you some really good hints and tips. Please, please um, send us in any messages, any further questions that you'd want asked around this subject and me and Dave will happily cover it on a future podcast. But thanks a lot and uh, we'll see you on the next episode.